The Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, John. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Hey, lucky day, Mr. Sam. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian, Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Uh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, as we roll into the third half of our three-hour tour known as uh, the Tom Sumner Program, Michigan dog owners can rejoice. Um, Halo with Caesar Milan, the first and only smart collar with smart fences, activity tracking, intuitive training, and GPS location all-in-one has officially launched launched in Michigan. It's called Halo. And one of the founders um, is uh, joining me by phone, Ken Ehrman. Uh, Ken, welcome to the show. Tom, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Ken, um, how did you get interested in this, uh, this idea of uh, smart fences and... and uh, real-time tracking, and so on? Uh, That's a great question. So when I graduated college, I was an engineer uh, from Stanford, and I worked at a Silicon Valley tech company, and we uh, developed a technology that I have been using for the last 25 years to track high-value assets like forklifts, rental cars, and trailers. So my company which I left in 2016, was tracking about 500,000 uh, things using Internet of Things technology, which means you have a device on the asset and it communicates. Um, unfortunately, my niece's dog got out of their invisible fence and was run over by a car, and it was a real tragedy. Oh, and no. I owned the invisible fence, and I started Googling the numbers, and they were astronomical. So about 10 million dogs a year are lost. And it says over 1 million dogs are run over by a car. So I was like, this is a big, big problem. And I knew, because I was tracking things like rental cars, that the technology has just evolved. I mean, literally just where you could accurately know, for example, what cars a space a car is in and therefore use it to essentially create an invisible fence without a wire. You know, you go on your phone, you draw the fence, and now GPS is accurate enough, uh, really for the first time ever, to allow you to essentially create a fence with your phone and take it anywhere and 
not have to install it. It's really an amazing amount of freedom that you get out of it. And and how is how is this um, I, I guess uh, physically different than chips, the ID chips that have been around for twenty plus years. Okay, that is a great question. So the collar is almost like an iPhone for dogs. It's not like just a dumb chip. Let's call it. So what that means is there's a speaker on it. You can emit a whistle. It can vibrate. It can make different sounds. So Caesar Milan knows dogs and how dogs think. And people know their phones. So with by combining the two, we were able to create a technology that essentially allows you to speak dog. Um, and it's amazing. It really works because my dog, who was trained on the invisible fence, um, I take her to my friend's house now, and she knows beep means fence. So I was never able to do that with the existing technology. So the chips really just, if your dog is lost, you can find them. Uh, if someone finds them, they can read it. That's uh, just a simple product. But what this is a replacement for, um, and significantly better than, is what's called an invisible fence, which is you buy a dog, you want to let him out in your backyard, you want to let him play in a park, wherever you want, or even I've talked to people who want to bring their dog to work and let them go, what you can do with this technology is essentially create a fence around wherever you are, whether it's permanent or where you bring your dog temporarily, and when they reach that border of the fence, they're going to get a beep, and they're going to know that's the border. So it basically just keeps them safe and keeps them from becoming one of those statistics. Now, didn't the old... Um invisible fence generate an electric shock yes that's the way the old invisible fence uh works and, and when you say old there's still people are still buying a mil million of the uh state oh it's called the existing invisible fence technology every year so this is a big numbers of invisible fences that are getting purchased and they all uh use shock and, in fact, they, if you test some of them out, if you happen to have one, you'll notice that oftentimes they couple the beep with the shock so that they absolutely will never forget what that beep means. The problem is that's really teaching through fear, and that's not even close to the way Caesar does it. So the way Caesar does it is teaches your dog through kind of positive reinforcement where they will learn through the methods that Caesar provides for you right on the app that beep means fence the same way if you have a ring a ring a doorbell when your dog hears that noise they bark right away because they learn beep means fence but we do have i just want to be clear for the people who are very much worried about security for emergency reasons we do have what we call static built in static is not shock so it's the appropriate level to get the attention of the dog. Um, and that's it's basically customized to each dog. So in an emergency, let's say they're about to go out into the street, but they see a, a fox or a deer, they're going to recognize it and they're going to stop. So, you know, it's a, it's a big, big problem and we need to really solve it. And this is the first technology that's been designed that, uh, can do that, really, because everything else has been out there, and those numbers still exist.
And and now is this something that's that's like an app for a phone? Yes. So basically, it comes in two parts: the collar itself, which is a again, it looks like an iPhone, but it's uh, flexible and adjustable to the point where you can uh, put it on a small dog, up to a medium, or a large or a very large dog. Um, and then you have the app, and the app. You download to your iPhone or your Android phone. Android's coming out in about a month, actually. We've been on iPhone exclusively so far. Um, And you basically sign in, go through all the Cesar Milan training. Uh, That's all demonstrated and shown to you right on the app. So, you know, in time of corona, you don't have to have someone come into your house or come, uh, you know, in some kind of group session to train your dog. It's all uh, online and easy to follow. And then once your dog is trained... You go and you look at a Google map of your property and you either press the corners of the fence on your phone or you can walk around. But either way, once you draw that fence, it's downloaded to the collar and then the dog will not be able to get out. And, and that's through a combination of um, the, the beep tone the dog hears and recognizes and the training that goes into the dog being able to recognize that and know how to react and, and how to behave when those signals um, are picked up. Right. And by the way, it's proven. I mean, the invisible fence has been out there for 20 years. Now, the difference is, though, uh, aside from the fact that you can't take it with you and you have to dig up your ground and the wire can get cut and things like that, um, is that once you're out, you're out with that product. With this product, one of the things that Caesar came up with that's amazing is the collar will actually whistle. Now, dogs respond to a whistle. Um, it's something that's a proven psychological factor. So if you yell their name, they might respond half the time. But they all respond to a whistle. So we have built into the collar two different types of dog whistles, as well as two different whistles that Caesar does, including the famous sound. And when they hear that whistle, that's the second part of the training. They're going to know what that means, which is come, come back to me. And that's the funnest part about this technology. I use that. I already have a fence in my house. My dog understands the fence. But when I take my dog for a hike in the mountains off leash, um, no matter what is going on, I let her explore. I can see where she is because it's also a tracker, so I know real time where she is at all times. But in addition to that, if I hit that whistle button right on the phone, when you're looking at the map of where your dog is, you can hit a whistle button. My dog will stop what she's doing and come right back to me every time. It, it, it's almost like a video game. I mean, it's really amazing. <laughs> so they, they want to see you. So now that she knows the whistle, she knows that whatever she's doing, I mean, I, it's, I mean, my kids used to cry when I had her off lease because they were worried that she was going to run away. But now they feel completely safe about it because they, even they just go on the app and hit that whistle and she comes running right back to them. And, and the whistle, is, is that so effective because of the way dogs hear? Okay, I'm not an expert enough about this, but I will tell you uh, just a quick story. So obviously, Cesar Milan is an amazing star and movie star. And when I was visiting his ranch, he was doing a big presentation, and he had a sheep herder there. And this guy really looked the part. I mean, white hair, you know, all the leather outfit, old guy. And he was explaining how 
uh, when you, you know, sheep herding dogs, that's their job. And he had all these sheep. And they were, he basically heard, using a whistle, he herded the sheep, the dog did, in a figure eight around six different people. And the dog responded to the whistle every time. And what he said was, hey, um, I don't know if you know this, but when your dog doesn't respond to the name, that's pretty standard. But dogs respond to whistles every time. So that's where I got the uh, information from. But it's definitely something that the dog experts, uh, including Caesar, of course, who came up with the idea, would tell you. But I can't tell you the exact reasons why. Um, Maybe it's similar to why they all respond to a doorbell. I don't know. But they definitely respond. Well, the doorbell means somebody's at the door, and that's something they right. learn pretty quickly. Um, which, By the way, for the whistle, the way you teach them is you hit that whistle button and you give them, like, bacon, something that they love, something primal. You wait till they're hungry. <laughs> By the way, you do that four or five times. I thought, like I said, learn that whistle in uh, four or five attempts. Um, and now, every now and again, I'll give her a treat just so that I maintain that uh, is what the whistle means, but she already knows it. And, you know, the reality is once you train your dog on something like this, they all want to make their, uh, let's call them owners, happy. They all want to please their owners, so they just don't know how to. So uh, responding to a whistle to a dog is a way to please their owner, and it's something they do respond to. Yeah, I think if there was bacon involved, I I would (laughs) probably come if somebody whistled. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like the dinner bell, you know? Exactly. When I was a kid. So, you know, <laughs> some parents used to ring that dinner bell. That one came, I used to be the first guy there, by the way. Well, this, this is amazing, and I want to talk about it some more. We've got a break coming up here in a, in a couple of minutes or so, um, Ken. But uh, I, I, I want to get into more of the pieces, parts, and the training that goes into making this work and and effective and and so on um can you stick around for four or five minutes and we'll talk some more sure not a problem okay great my uh my guest is ken ehrman he is one of the founders of uh, halo and it's now available in michigan we'll talk about that and a lot more uh, with uh with my guest ken ehrman Um, after we uh, take a short break. If you're listening to us on WFOV 92.1 FM, our voices radio in Flint, they are a broadcast service of the Flint Odyssey House Spectacle Productions and my good friend Paul Herring. And uh, we're going to let them squeeze a few words in edgewise or do whatever they do when we go to break. If you're streaming us at TomSumnerProgram.com, we have some messages as well. Also want to let you know that uh, um, archives of the uh, interviews of the show are available on the website. So if you miss an interview or a conversation and you want to go back and, uh, and find it, if you know the day and the hour that it appeared, you can uh, scroll through the archives and, uh, and dig that up. Also, want to let you know tomorrow is Wednesday, which which means Armchair Politics and Political Emeritus Woodrow Stanley will be joining our roundtable regulars Paul Rosicki and Henry Hatter for our weekly two-hour commentary and analysis about local, state, national news and, and current events known as Armchair Politics. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the Briggs. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write us at TomSumnerProgram.com, call us at 810-339-8255 or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner program where to go. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob Hope back once again to tell you it's better to have Pepsodent flowing over your teeth now than to have water running under your bridge later. Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone, and Genesee Health Plan can help. I called, and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, HealthCare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to GeneseeHealthPlan.org. We're in this together, and together we'll get through it. 
TheTomSumnerProgram.com Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. And welcome back, everybody, as I continue my conversation with Ken Ehrman, one of the founders of Halo Collar with uh, Caesar Milan. And uh, it's the first and only smart collar with smart fences, activity tracking, intuitive training, and GPS location all in one. It has officially launched in Michigan. My guest is uh, Ken Ehrman. Ken, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. Not a problem. Thanks for having me back. Uh, Ken, this um, let's let's talk a little bit about um, the process. Um, this this is um, a a smart collar um, and and involves uh, a smart fence. And and we've had invisible fences, but they used um, uh, a a shock to the dog, which I think I think all of us have been kind of uncomfortable with. Um, as as much as we were concerned about the the risk of dogs getting hit by cars or or running away and getting lost um and so we just kind of made the 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 trade if you will but um but this is this is something very different and it involves some uh training to prepare the dog mm-hmm. to be able to use this and not use um electric shock um what are all of the features of this, and how did you connect with Caesar Milan to sort of co-develop this? Uh, that's a great story. Uh, it wasn't easy. I could tell you that. You know, I. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, you know, I am an experienced business person. So I had built a company that had gone public in 1999 that was tracking important assets for Fortune 100 companies. So I certainly had credibility. Uh, But on the other hand, when I approached Caesar about this concept, which was about two and a half years ago, um, he told me, look, I've been approached by Fitbit, Motorola, Apple, Garmin, you name it. Why would I talk to you? And it wasn't him. It was just business people. Um, and yeah, he has, he has people uh, to do that for him. Right. Exactly. So I was able to at least find someone to talk to. I had a connection, and it really came through LinkedIn, which is an amazing, I mean, for business, for me, that's been an amazingly valuable tool. And I found that there was a way I knew this person who was an executive at Caesar's Way, we had a connection. I used that to get the conversation going. Um, but ultimately, I had to convince them that, my, that what I was talking about would be better than any of those alternatives. And when I talked about the concept of saving dogs' lives and preventing the dogs from getting lost, and you know, I don't know what those other guys are talking to you about, but that's what my objective is here because it happened to my niece. Um, and when you Google it, it happens way too many times. He was like, that is important to me, obviously, because he loves dogs more than anything. Um, and keeping them safe was something uh, that he was drawn to immediately. So once we finally got that message to him, he and I uh, got to meet. And I have to say, he's an amazing guy. I mean, he really speaks dog, but he also speaks people. I mean, he <laughs> is, um, you know, he's a movie star. So I'm always impressed. Uh, and kind of like 
starstruck when I see him, but he never disappoints. Every time I'm with him, he's just uh, captivating and has an amazing aura about him. And I knew he had to be my partner. So he's one of the founders. He's been involved in the collar's design from the way it looks. Like, he wants it to look like jewelry. So, like, you give it to your dog and say, oh, we're going to go do something fun when you get the halo collar on. So, like, to him, it's part of building an amazing relationship with your dog. So part of it is it has to look good um, and make you feel good. But, like, basically, with this collar, you now have the ability to, like I said, kind of talk dogs. So built into it is Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, cellular, GPS, all the latest and greatest technologies built in so that you can, through this uh, app and uh, collar, keep your dog safe and give them uh, the ability to speak to the dog and, you know, kind of like have them listen. It's really, it's, I mean, the bottom line is it's really a lot of fun. And, and if, if somebody um, has a dog and, and they, want, they get the, uh, uh, the halo collar, um, mm-hmm. there's a 21-day step-by-step dog training program that's, that's sort of part of this, this whole thing. How, how does that work exactly? Okay, that's a great question. So, and that's a question we get a lot, and Caesar loves to answer it. Uh, but basically, <laughs> on the phone, <laughs> I'm not as good as him, but uh, on the phone with the app, um, you can see step-by-step instructions with Caesar performing uh, the training. So you see little videos, uh, we call them gift files, of Caesar uh, following it. And the reason it's set up to be 21 days is because in 21 days, if you stick with it and repeat it for 21 days, your dog will know it for its lifetime. So the message Caesar said was, yeah, they might know it in two days or three days, but it becomes permanent and lifelong if you do it for 21 days. And so, you know, his philosophy was you train your kids for 21 years through college. Um, this is your beloved, beloved dog put in 21 days of training with your dog and you get a lifetime of safety and amazing behavior. I mean, part of this collar, what you do once you get it is there's going to be ways to help improve your life with your dog beyond just the fence. So training. So if you have Caesar Milan type training questions or your dog has any kind of problem behaviors, we're going to provide ongoing content to you almost like Peloton so that if, if, you're, uh, if you want that, it, you don't have to sign up for that, but if you want that, you can sign up for ongoing training from some of the most world-renowned trainers beyond just Caesar. So there's many other trainers in his network that are really uh, celebrities and have millions of Instagram followers. Uh, we're going to have as many of those available on an ongoing basis to provide ongoing training because, you know, again, kind of let's face it, there's way more people nowadays getting dogs than ever. Um, people aren't necessarily as equipped to train them, um, and they don't want to necessarily go out into a group, which is probably the least expensive, but not necessarily realistic during corona, or having someone come to your house is also not good. What I love about the training, by the way, is that with Caesar's guidance, and a tool, so it's not just reading one of his books and trying to figure out how to implement it, with his guidance as well as a tool to communicate, 
it's fun because it works and you could see the dog listening and responding. So I love the training. Um, I had a great time working with my dog on it because um, you can see that they actually respond to it. And when you say 21 days, how much time each day? I mean, I think Caesar would just say to do it once or twice a day. So maybe five, 10 minutes at the most, you would set up uh, the fence and make sure that they know beep means fence. And then you would hit the whistle and make sure they come back to you, you know, and have the right treat. So that could take as little as five minutes if you wanted to. But the more you do it, the more they'll get it. I mean, my dog got it after five tries, to be honest. But on the other hand, the idea is to really make sure that this is ingrained forever uh, to ensure that they get a lifetime of safety. And when you say, um, I'm looking at a press release here, and it refers to Halo Smart Fences and the the Caesar Milan training um, and the real-time activity tracking that you talked about in the in the last segment um, which which is you know that's that's fascinating being able to locate your dog wherever they are um, but you, you also refer to best in breed GPS technology what does that mean Okay, so the simple way is if you look at your app on your iPhone and you think of GPS uh, like the uh, Google Maps app and you look at the blue dot that shows where you are on your phone. Well, if you think about it, it sometimes shows you on one side of the street or the other side of the street or sometimes nowhere near where you are and it's almost always just moving around on the screen. We're using the latest and greatest GPS technology that's used for things like drones and autonomous cars, where they need to get very accurate. And you'll you can actually see right on your app when you're looking where your dog is. It shows you where your dog is, but it also shows that GPS blue dot that's in your iPhone, and you can see just how accurate the halo collar is. You know, I mentioned when we first started talking, Ken, that uh, that the the Halo system is has officially launched in Michigan. What what does that mean? Officially launched? Okay. Well, interestingly, uh, what has happened was we've launched the product to the world. So uh, we're currently in, actually in what's called the early adopter phase. So we're basically sending it out. We did it, or, you know, alpha. We did beta testing. We've done all these tests, but now we're uh, sending it out to 3,000 people. And actually, uh, Michigan was probably our number two customer uh, state. So it's available across the country, but for whatever reason, Michigan uh, was big buyers of the product so far. Um, and the reality is, is, well, if you think about your neighborhood, if it's anything, I live in New Jersey, but uh, it's pretty chilly <laughs> here in New Jersey. People are out walking their dog all over the place right now. But when it comes wintertime, maybe there's not going to be as many people out there walking their dogs all day long, and they're going to want to just let them out into the backyard. So I think uh, as winter comes with all the dog adoptions, um, we're probably going to see a significant uptick in the uh, purchase of the product. But it's, uh, you know, right now what we're doing is kind of creating community of users who are giving us feedback and benefiting. I mean, we had one customer who said, my dog used to get out twice a week for the last eight years. And since I got the halo collar, he hasn't gotten out once. So um, 
we have a lot of great stories and uh, suggestions that people have uh, that are all being incorporated into this product. Um, and it's a very exciting. So having Michigan a part of that launch and that launch process and just pointing out the reason I think we reached out was because so many buyers are from Michigan. Um, I think there's a real need there. Well, I think that's great. And, and uh, there's um, certainly no shortage of dog lovers in Michigan. Uh, parenthetically, could this, could this system be used with um, other animals? And, and cats, of course, come to mind, and they're kind of difficult to manage. They are difficult to manage. I don't know enough about cats to answer that question. I've been People have asked me that, obviously. They've said, hey, uh, what are you doing about cats? And I haven't, I've been just so focused on dogs and Caesar and this product and this problem. But I do believe it will have applicability for, you know, a lot of different animals. I actually, uh, my wife hates when I tell this story, but I met a uh, <laughs> bird. I was with Caesar at his uh, ranch, um, and he had a guy there named Chan the Birdman. And this was like the bird guy. And he was talking about the needs of pet birds for a collar like this. So you you really could, uh, he said, cats are number two, but birds are a close third. So he was really pushing me to explore birds and some kind of partnership with him. Um, but I definitely think there's applicability well beyond just dogs. And and I want to underscore um, the fact that this is, this is, a, uh, this is a system. It's not just a collar you put on um, and, and bury some wire around the yard, but it involves, you know, a real commitment in terms of training the dog so that it is the most effective it can be. Technology does a lot, and it, it, the technology of this thing is amazing. But it really is um, a partnership between the... Uh, the human and and the uh, and the dog, right? Yes, it's, this is not a panacea. It's a tool, you know. So it's a it's a tool, just like the invisible fence was and has been for twenty years. Uh, but the technology is kind of outdated now. There's a newer, better way to do it. So um, it's the same concept, and it can be just as safe as the invisible fence. But the invisible fence, frankly, wasn't that safe because you still had a million dogs and getting run over and 10 million people uh 10 million dogs getting lost so the numbers even with the existence of the invisible fence uh were still astronomical so you know this will make it more affordable this will make it more valuable this will make it available to people who couldn't buy the invisible fence because maybe they live in a condo or a co-op or want to bring their dog to work i was just I was just at my friend's auto mechanic shop, and he brings his dog to work, which some people are doing these days, and he wanted to let his dog out in the parking lot but have a fence. And I said, showed him how to do it, and now he feels comfortable, and now he brings his dog and just kind of lets him roam the parking lot during the day um, in a safe manner because he knows that the dog won't uh, get out. Um, is, is this available at, at retail outlets or, or do you need to, to, um, shop a website to, to find this? Uh, right now you have to go to the website, which is www.halocollar.com. Um, we have had a lot of interest from the retail space to distribute our product. 
But right now, in order to have the best relationship, the direct relationship with our customers, we're focusing on really direct-to-consumer. So we want to, we want the experience to be defined by Halo and defined by Caesar and defined by us as being about not just defense replacement, but it's about the whole relationship with your dog and having it be built on safety and trust and respect. And what Caesar loves to talk about is rules, boundaries, and limitations. And, you know, that makes dogs happy. They want rules, boundaries, and limitations because then they can explore safely. So, you know, the it really is something that we want that direct relationship with the customers, but eventually maybe uh, we will get to the point where it will be in stores. Yeah, I remember, and I, I, I think it was uh, maybe a... Uh, a an online tutorial by Caesar, um, but him demonstrating how um, when a person and a dog are walking together, the dog will look up at the person, um, basically waiting for instruction. Mm-hmm. You know, they're looking to you know to be told where you know where are we going, what are we doing, what you know what what happens next. And so this uh, this this is a system and not just a product. This isn't just a collar you put on a dog and set it and forget it, as they say. Right. Well, you could if that's the kind of personality that you had. But that is not <laughs> what I would recommend because it's not. It's fun. I'm telling you. I mean, that's my favorite part about the whole product. Is like when and again, I don't need it at home, so I'm using it less because when I got my dog out the backyard, we have um, a fence. So I don't need it there. But on the other hand, a lot of people who do have fences, and in my case, I have a way to prevent this, but people leave that fence open. My dog just knows it. But I will tell you, even if you have a fence, if you get a dog that doesn't know the property or wasn't trained, which my dog was originally, um, people can leave that gate open. happens all the time. And then even if you have a fence, the dog can get lost. Or sometimes I've heard stories where the dog just bolts out the front door. So even if you have a fence in the backyard, so, you know, that if everyone has stories and they're all kind of, unfortunately, very uh, sad. And usually when people have a dog, it affects the little kids. It's like a very just traumatizing experience for families often. And uh, this is something that hopefully will give every dog owner peace of mind if they uh, if they get it and use it and put the time in and. Uh, understand that it really will pay dividends. Well, Ken, speaking of putting time in, thank you so much for putting a little time in with me this morning. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. It was a very nice meeting you. This is uh, this is fascinating. It's called uh, the Halo Collar, um, and it's it's as I mentioned earlier, it's it's a it's a system. It's not just simply a uh, a product or an app it's it's that and much more and uh, thanks again ken ehrman for uh, one of the founders for spending this time with me this morning once again what is the uh, website so people can find out a little bit more sure it's www.halocollar.com h-a-l-o-t-o-l-l-a-r.com well ken thank you so much and best of luck with this it's brilliant Thank you very much. It was really nice meeting you, Tom. Okay, take care.
More of the Tom Sumner program straight ahead.
This is the Unknown Comic, and guess what? You're listening to the Tom Sumner Show right now. And now, and now too, and even now. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. They say singing can help you remember things, so here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Number one. Make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside. Two. Virtual play dates. Social and physical distancing can help save lives. Three. Tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Tom Sumner Program is hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell, Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the Briggs. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write us at TomSumnerProgram.com, call us at at 810-339-8255 or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner program where to go. Do you have feelings of inadequacy? Do you suffer from shyness? Do you sometimes wish you were more assertive? If you answered yes to any of these questions, ask your doctor or pharmacist about tequila. Tequila is the safe, natural way to feel better and more confident about yourself and your actions. Tequila can help ease you out of your shyness and let you tell the world that you're ready and willing to do just about anything. You'll notice the benefits of tequila almost immediately. And with a regimen of regular doses, you can overcome any obstacles that prevent you from living the life you want to live. Shyness and awkwardness will be a thing of the past, and you'll discover many talents you never knew you had. Stop hiding and Start living with tequila. Tequila may not be right for everyone. Women who are pregnant or nursing should not use tequila. However, women who wouldn't mind nursing or becoming pregnant are encouraged to try it. Side effects may include dizziness, nausea, vomiting, incarceration, erotic lustfulness, loss of motor control, loss of clothing, loss of money, loss of virginity, delusions of grandeur, table dancing, headache, dehydration, dry mouth, and a desire to sing karaoke and play all night rounds of strip poker, truth or dare, and naked twister. Warning, the consumption of alcohol may make you think you're whispering when you're not. It's a major factor in dancing like a retard. may cause you to tell your friends over and over again that you're in love with them. Also may cause you to think you can sing. Alcohol may lead you to believe that ex-lovers are really dying for you to telephone them at four in the morning. Alcohol may make you think you can logically converse with members of the opposite sex without spitting. It may create the illusion that you are tougher, smarter, faster, and better looking than most people. And it may lead you to think people are laughing with you. 
alcohol may cause pregnancy, and it also may be a major factor in getting your ass kicked. So what are you waiting for? Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila! Oh, I get the uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. Oh, but Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone, I got a feeling something strange is about to happen. In the Twilight Zone. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. We have two poodles, two little poodles named Willard and Wilbur. They're toy poodles, and they came out of the same litter. There were two of them. And uh, I have nothing against poodles. They're very nice, as a matter of fact, or dogs. I'm not advising you not to get dogs, but don't get two dogs. I'll tell you the problem. Uh, the problem is if you go out and then when you come back, you will find a message for you from one of them, usually on the carpet or something like that. <laughs> and the problem is with two poodles, you don't know which one did it, you see. It's a case of the phantom strikes again. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can't, you can't punish both of them because the one who went on the paper figures, well, they don't want it there, so... Uh, <laughs> I'll do it on the couch next time. I don't know. Maybe but we, we had them up in Vegas. I was just up in, in Las Vegas. And we flew up, and I don't dig flying a great deal. I take what's known as a white-knuckle flight in the airline business. I, and uh, I'm not even too wild about the ramp that, you know, I have to get drunk to get on the ramp to get into the plane. I didn't used to mind flying when, uh, when they had the props going, because when I fly, I like a lot of noise going on on the wings, when, you know. But when you're on the jets now, they just have the pods out there, and you're sitting there, and you're looking out, and they're going and you're saying, they're probably on. No, I'm sure. No, I know they're on. I know they're on. Oh, yeah. And then, then before you take off, this has nothing to do with it. It doesn't prove anything. It, it hasn't got to do with maintenance or anything, but they have a checklist they go through. This is just for the passengers. It makes them feel better. Uh, the pilot or the, the stewardess, whoever happens to be flying the particular flight here, uh, <laughs> comes out and kicks the tires. Now this... <laughs> This is very reassuring, you know, when you're about to fly over mountains and everything. It's sort of like checking for a new car or something. And then, after that, uh, they count the engines. One, two, three, four. And I don't mind that too much when they check it against the list to see whether they're right or not. This bothers me a little bit, so that's kind of weird. But it's very strange. They have new rate tables now. There's a big competitive thing among airlines. And they have rate plans. They all have to charge the same rate, but they have ways of getting around it. Like we went up there on Thursday. This is family day. See, now this costs you less if you go on family day. Then we took a night flight, which is less. And we took prop, which is less. And we took coach, which is even less. Well, it turned out the airline paid us $4. <laughs> 
to, to go to Las Vegas. This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program.
Tyra, Mistress of the Dark, and you're celebrating Schlocktober with Tom Sumner. Wrapping it up the way we began with uh, <laughs> the worst love song ever in uh, one of the new offerings for Schlocktober 2020. When everybody else celebrates Rocktober and Shocktober here on the Tom Sumner program during the month of October, each and every day we begin and end with our Schlocktober pick of the day, a different odd or horrible recording and that was one of the new ones for Schlocktober 2020. I want to say thanks to all the great guests we had. Wow, what a bunch of interesting conversations, uh, starting with this past hour with uh, Ken Ehrman from, uh, uh, what's it called, Halo Collar, and uh, working with Caesar Milan for a new system for keeping uh, dogs safe. Um, interesting technology. And uh, before that, a uh, compassionate guide for making wiser end-of-life decisions in the book Dying with Ease by Dr. Jeff Spees, who joined me during the second hour of our three-hour tour. And starting things off this morning with the author of Personality Wins, talking about uh, the personalities of the 2020 presidential candidates and candidates from... Uh, past elections as well. Anyway, that wraps it up for today's edition of the Tom Sumner program, but uh, be sure and join us tomorrow. Tomorrow is Wednesday, which means armchair politics during the second and third hour, our two-hour uh, commentary and analysis of local, state, and uh, national news and current events, along with some uh, quotes and uh, the coveted X-Files. Political Emeritus Woodrow Stanley will be joining our roundtable regulars, Paul Rosicki and Henry Hatter. Plus, we'll start uh, off with, um, he is uh, Professor of Political Science and Director of the Center on American Politics at the University of Denver, Seth Maskett, talking about his book, Learning from Loss, the Democrats from 2016 to 2020. Should be an interesting conversation. Be sure and join us. Anyway, down the hall. Good night, everybody. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner program. And thanks for listening.